when our highs are too high and our lows are too low after a sermon, it's a good indicator that we have a long way to go in our identity in Christ. Either or. And, and Jesus said, you guys are rejoicing in the wrong thing. He said, rejoice in the fact that your names are already written in the book of life. Hey everybody, how's it going? This is Mike Neglia, and you're listening to the Expositors Collective Podcast, episode 55. And I'm recording this podcast from London Heathrow Airport, um, Terminal 2, Gate 24, right now. I'm uh, about to board a flight in just a few minutes, and I'm looking at my schedule, and I'm going to be landing home in Cork. Ireland, and I've got such a busy couple days from the moment I land with obviously family priorities, and then a wedding, and then church, and then a meeting, and then some planning stuff, that I thought this is actually my only chance to record this. So please forgive the background noise um, that you're hearing. I'm traveling without my proper microphone, but the Expositors Collective podcast like the show must go on. <laughs> We've got to hit our, our schedule. So anyway, um, yeah, so again, like, thank you for bearing with the um, the audio quality. Hey, on that note, um, today's episode is the final one that we're going to be releasing um, as a, an official podcast from our Florida Expositors Collective Gathering. Um, for all of those um, sessions, we were recording it through kind of a low-quality microphone, and so you've heard the quality kind of goes in and out um, for those episodes. And um, for the main sessions, you know, it's less than ideal, but for a panel discussion, it's um, it's quite bad. So I actually have two recordings of two, I think really great panel discussions with some really great speakers and leaders, um, you know, there. And I do want to get them out. Maybe we'll do them as like a bonus episode later on in the year or like add them as bonus content on the end of another episode. But, but this is the conclusion of like the official main um, Florida audio going out. And I, I, think I, I think it's fair to say this, I think we saved the best for last. Um, this is like a powerful, like potentially life-altering message from Pete Nelson. Um, I remember when he was giving this talk and I really think it was like one of those just like holy moments when just like the truths of heaven were just impacting our hearts uh, right there on earth. Like he was like just speaking those words and I was moved powerfully. And I know the people that were in my group were as well. I know the time of response and prayer afterwards was incredibly powerful. So I do want to encourage you to listen to this and listen to it carefully. Um, Yeah, this is one that like I hope goes far and wide because it's a simple truth, but it's a neglected truth. And it's a truth that we all need to believe with all of our hearts. Um, Speaking of belief though, I, when I was, you know, editing the audio earlier this week, I couldn't believe that this message was only 13 minutes long. It's like the shortest sermon that Pete has ever preached (laughs) and um, shorter than most of us have ever preached, but it's 13 minutes And then basically the last three minutes is a closing prayer. So this is like 
10 minutes worth of amazing content. So I really want you to pay attention. And then at the end, there's a three minute prayer from Pete. And then it's just gonna end. I'm not gonna include this, the selection from Christmas McCarrick inviting you to the next conference. You know, you can find those details out somewhere else. What I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna add like an extra minute of silence at the conclusion of his prayer. And I really want you to take advantage of that. Um, I, I, if you're driving, I want you to pull over. Um, if you are uh, busy, just pause and maybe come back to this podcast later on. This is not one to listen to in the background while you do something else. Um, take advantage, listen, believe this with all your heart. All right, I'll see you next week for the next episode of the Expositors Collective Podcast. I, I, I trust that this episode is going to help you with your personal Bible reading and your public proclamation of God's word and your personal walk with our God, our Father, and our Savior, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. All right, God bless. Here's Pete. I just want to talk about the importance of finding your own voice because there's only one of you. You know, the Bible. The Bible is God's story. It's, it's the grand narrative of, of the world, of, of eternity. And in the grand narrative, we find a bunch of little narratives, right? Of regular people with struggles, with sin, with failure, with successes, with just, and, and it's just narrative after narrative that are all speaking to the grand narrative of God's story. We talked about that. But then you have your story. <laughs> I don't know your story. You don't know my story. But if you're anything like me, you've failed more than you've succeeded. You've, you've, uh, you know, you've, you've taken their left turn when you should have taken the right turn. You've, you've had great experiences of God using you in amazing ways and it was all Him. And you've had abandonment or you've had whatever. You, you, you have your story and that story belongs to you. Just like your testimony is your testimony. And your testimony is powerful. It, it's, have you ever heard someone, you know, their, their story of how they came to Christ is so incredibly powerful because they own it. They experienced it. You know, when, you, when I first got saved, I would hear, hey, let's go witness. You know, what does that mean? Let's go witness. You know, it's still, even to this day, it's kind of a funny term. Because, really, but all it is is let's, we're just, we are witnesses. Right? We, we, we are a living witness. When you see an accident happen and you actually saw it, it can't be un, unseen. Right? And so... And you see it from your own unique perspective. That's why when there's an accident, they interview all the witnesses from all the different angles because you saw it. And, that, and that's your story. We, we're living witnesses for what Jesus has done in our life. And so we're all unique in this room. And that's awesome. And if, we're gonna, if you're going to continue in this, you need to get comfortable in your own skin. All right? And that's what people need to hear. That's why we can, that's why Pilgrim, you know, can plant a church someday, you know, not far away. Because there's people that are resonating with him 
in his own skin and there's someone else that God wants to use and they're going to reach a whole different group of people. That is all good stuff. That's all part of the tapestry of the kingdom of God. I remember um, my, my son, my youngest son, really liked a, a, a friend of mine uh, who is a pastor and uh, just really liked him personally. And for several years, you know, we'd hang out together and just personally, he'd tell me, I really, Dad, I really like him. He's just a cool guy. I love hanging out with him. I said, one Sunday morning, we were free. I said, want to go hear him preach? Let's go hear him preach. And so we drove. He said, yeah, that'd be great. And he got up to preach. And he was another person. He put on, (laughs) he had this certain thing. And my son grabbed me by the arm and he said, Dad, what's happening? (laughs) He was so freaked out, my son you know, from the mouth of babes, right? Of that, how could, who's this guy just having coffee and breakfast here and then on stage? It's like it was a whole different personality. You just need to be you. Now, we heard great exhortation, but be, be passionate, but be your passion. Be sincere, but be your sincerity. Be yourself. And just as you're growing in the knowledge of the word and in in all these things we've been teaching, grow personally in being comfortable in your own skin because that is gospel-centered living and gospel-centered leading. And before we can be Christ-centered and gospel-centered preaching, we need to be gospel-centered living. And so the gospel is something that opened up the door for us to receive Christ by faith, and He rescued us. But if you're anything like me, I need the gospel every day. I need to remember that, and, and the gospel, you know, the gospel is the forgiveness of sins, which is praise God. But it's it's like it's that you know it's in the negative. You know, it's something that was taken away. Our sin was taken away. The penalty of sin was taken away. We've been forgiven. That's only half the gospel. The other half of the... And sometimes sometimes we just... We, we emphasize... Because the this, this other half, the other side of the coin is too wonderful even to hard to receive it. Not only have we been forgiven, but we've been justified by faith. Forgiveness is what was taken away. Justification is what's been given to you. And what's been given to you is the full righteousness of Jesus Christ through the cross. And right now as you're sitting there, you are accepted, you are loved, you are approved. The same approval that Jesus Christ the Son has, you have. The same acceptance that Christ has with the Father, you have right now positionally. It's set in heaven, there is no negotiating that position, and you have it. And our hearts are constantly, every day, trying to catch up to our identity in Christ. And we need to be growing in a strong identity in the gospel with the, with the Father. That when you stand up there, you don't need to be accepted by anyone because you're already accepted by the one who matters most for all eternity. You don't need the approval 
of anybody you're speaking to because you already have the full approval through Jesus Christ. And so you need to receive that justification, I like to call it. It's the, the sharp edge of the gospel that we're always trying to dull because it's so good, right? You need to keep growing in that. And when you do that, that's when you become the most authentic self of what David was speaking about. When, you, when you're affirmed and when you're walking in that and growing in that, that's when you're your you're boldest self and you say things that, you, that need to be said um, and, and, and through, the, through the proper filter of God's grace, you see. And so we need to constantly be, be growing in that and growing in who we are in Christ and in the identity. Remember when Jesus sent out the 70, the 70 or 72, depending on your version, uh, in Luke chapter 10. And they came back and he said, oh, even the demons were subject to us. He goes, don't rejoice in that. And we can do that. I preached, didn't I preach? That was an awesome sermon that I preached. Don't rejoice in that. See, whether, if you're, when our highs are too high and our lows are too low after a sermon, it's a good indicator that we have a long way to go in our identity in Christ. Either or. And, and Jesus said, you guys are rejoicing in the wrong thing. He said, rejoice in the fact that your names are already written in the book of life. They're already there. That's what we rejoice in. And so he's challenging his disciples. That's where your true identity is. And so we live out our lives and we live, we live out our ministry from that position, from our identity in Him. Our na- your names are already written there. I don't care what you do for Him, you're not going to embellish on that name written in the heavenly granite. <laughs> you know, it's already there. Isn't that good news? And so, um, I believe that the heart of Scripture, God wants you to be free. And to He who the Spirit sets free, you're free indeed. And He wants to give you a freedom in your preaching. And part of that freedom in your preaching is that you're comfortable with, you do the hard work, This everything we talked about, you apply, but all your particulars are just a part of who you are. Okay? You know, in 2 Corinthians chapter 7, Paul said it, he said, we're just these broken vessels so that the excellencies of Christ can be seen. Right? And you've got your story. You've got your own cracks. I've got my own cracks. I've got, I've, I, I've got my own story. I, I lead with a limp. I'm 52 now. You know, I, but all that is part of who you are and part of you as a preacher. And it, it you know, speaking to, uh, you know, David, that authenticity. When you're yourself, all that stuff comes through. You don't air your dirty laundry, that's not what I'm talking about, but you were, were broken people and even through the brokenness of life, God moves powerfully through your teaching. And so understand that. Okay? So what we want to do is we want to spend a time now because um, we need God's Spirit. And 
I need, I need more of His Spirit. And we just want to lay hands on you and pray for you. This isn't about perspiration and trying to be great preachers. This is about being touched by God, you know, by God enabling us and, and giving us His voice through us individually. But before we do that, can we just pray right now? Yeah. And Lord, we just want to, Lord, we just praise you for you. Lord, we would just be, Lord, you came and you were beaten and you, even though you were rejected, you humbled yourself and and you, Lord, bore our sins. But Lord, you gave us that great exchange where you gave us your righteousness. You endowed us with the righteousness of Christ that nothing we could ever achieve, ever, ever, on our best day. But in heaven, Lord, our, our names are written. And Lord, I thank you that we have in Christ your approval, your acceptance.